I mean, you gotta think. Kyler took his job. You out of there. That boy got. Two took his job. Is. You out of there. <laughs> Trey Lance took his job. Out of there. Yo, now if he hates black people, that shit is organic. That shit was growing organically. <laughs> you got a point. I'm sick of y'all. I am sick of y'all. Ah, you athletic Negroes. <laughs> He's taking my it. job. Ah, Yo, but it's, hey, man. His the only rich, people so who be belong in a Trump rally. Josh <laughs> Rosen. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of episode 20 of the Splash Cast. I'm your co-host, Reggie. I'm your boy, Norwood. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. That boy, Norwood, put on the Barry White, Barry Manilow voice. I'm ready now. <laughs> I done warmed up. I done warmed up. Uh, this is our all-around news around the league segment. All we'll around just... the world, same song. <laughs> hey, good. Lord, that's tough. Uh, we're going to talk about some news around the NFL, some of the offseason news, some NCAA football news. We really didn't have much to talk about there until another bombshell dropped while we're recording again, as well as we got some news around the NBA, Major League Baseball, and some trending topics. So let's get into some of these news around the NFL first. I am elated. If you know Reggie, you know that his disdain for the University of Florida grows by the hour. I hate them so much. And the fact that Tim Tebow, this mythical figure who really can't throw the ball, played quarterback, got a chance. He can't, you know how Tim Tebow can't throw? He got a chance to play tight end because he can't throw. Urban Meyer ended up allowing him to come and audition to be a tight end that I just could not agree with in any way, shape, or form. And we knew what was going to happen. What happened, Norwood? I, I don't, you ain't got to say nothing. He it got is, cut. He knows. I'm finished. It, Let me finish. He got cut. We knew he was going to get cut. The boy ain't never done nothing. Nothing as a tight end, as a anything else other than a non-throwing quarterback. And he got cut. Somebody else could end up playing. You could have got somebody from Albany State, from ha- Hampton, from Howard, from Wilberforce to be a better tight end than him because they know how to block. He, look, he ain't never even hit a sled. Go ahead, Norwood, because I'm about to rant. Go ahead. It, it ain't nothing but holleration, hateration, and this dancery today, boy. You going to come for Tebow? 
what what is there to hate? He got an opportunity. Man, he, he got an opportunity, same reason everybody else gets an opportunity. You know a guy who knows a guy. Congrats. He, he tried it out. He it wasn't well, it, it ain't it the curl ain't curl right. It wasn't right. Whatever it was, it wasn't good. He, he had a curl, he had a buzz cut. You try to get a curl out of a buzz cut. Man, the hate. But I mean, so this is my issue with all the Tebow haters. Tebow is better than the majority of guys that have played on your team. Not at tight end. Period. As a college football player, when was the last time that you had a player better than Tim Tebow? Last year. Where? What high for you got? Oh, all right. Have a seat. Relax. What yeah, national championship? Wait, 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 wait. What national championship? We here now. We here now. What a Heisman do you have? You have none of the above. So there are seats. You should have all of them. Man, Tim Tebow should not have been given the opportunity to play tight end. I don't care what you say. You can say he knows the guy. I didn't disagree with that. You know what? You know what? He, you, I'm here. I'm about to take it there. You did it. This is what I be talking about. All black people hate this shit in sports, corporate America, anything. Oh, you don't get you the opportunity because you get had because some white dude who's way underqualified, motherfucker ain't never caught a pass, Norwood. Never caught a pass. I don't give a damn about his Heisman where he ran the ball and did the jump pass. He never caught a pass ever. Not on a flea flicker. Not on a damn throwback quarterback. He never caught a pass, and he ended up being getting the opportunity to play tight end. And as an HBCU graduate, you should be ashamed of yourself because there's so many more deserving HBCU players that should get the opportunity, but they did, and they brought in a 35-year-old trash-ass person who couldn't even make it in NFL or Major League Baseball or announcing. He's trash at everything. He has a great personality, and he should be the next Mother Teresa and go on mission trips all over the world and save souls, whatever. But he should not be playing football. Hell no. Hell no. Let's think about this, ladies and gents. Reggie, Reggie said that one of the greatest college football players of all time should not have gotten an opportunity. How do you, not how do you nope, even nope, fix nope. your mouth to say something blasphemous? Like, this is one of the... 35. This is 35. one of the greatest college football players of all time. You telling me he doesn't get a chance? How? All right. Is, are you, are you really asking me that question? No, I was waiting on you to keep going. Yeah, like realistically, how 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 does he not get so, a chance? So 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 if Hank Aaron came to you t- as a manager and said, "Hey, I play. I know I play outfield, but I want to pitch. You gonna let him pitch? Hey, you gonna, right? are, are, are you are you gonna let are you gonna Reggie, let Molina? Are, wait, time out, time out, time out. Are you gonna let Molina, one of the greatest closers of all time, uh, back cleaner? Ain't never took a ain't never took a bad practice at all. You ain't you gonna let him back clean up? The only person that can do that is Showtime Otani. And Tim Tebow is not Showtime Otani. Reggie, are mm-hmm. you telling Hank Aaron that he can't do whatever he wants to? Because I'm gonna tell you, whatever Hank asks, you wanna pitch, you wanna bunt, you wanna coach, you wanna be a GM, hammer Hank, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Go for it, fam. And Tim Tebow's not Hank Aaron. Not on the football field, not in life. I didn't say he was. They're both. And we keeping that too. Tim Tebow is one of the greatest college football players of all time. Definitely top 20. 
You can hate all you want. He's not a tight end. All you want to, but you hate from outside the club. Norwood, Norwood, would you let any Florida football player do the same thing? I mean, he's the best one we've had in a really long time. Man, would you let Percy Harvin play nose tackle? Nah, but I would let him play. Shut up. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I would let Percy Harvin play cornerback if you wanted to. I would let Tim Tebow play holder. That doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about playing out of position to where you know you're not going to be good. Nobody knew. Urban Meyer, this gets us to our next subtopic. Urban Meyer told it how it was. You couldn't even play special teams. You couldn't even take a step. You couldn't even be on field goal block. So are you more upset that Urban Meyer tried something and then just cut I'm bait like he was supposed I, first to? All, first or all, Tim Tebow showed all. up? You just sound like a I, hater, bro. Like, I'm don't... upset at the whole thing. I don't give a – listen – Honestly, it really ain't got nothing to do with Florida. It, it's the fact that Tim Tebow got the opportunity. He should not have had that opportunity. There is absolutely no way he should have got that opportunity. So let absolutely me ask you. no way. Who do you absolutely have an issue no with? Who do you, so it don't sound Both. like you have an issue Both. with Tim Tebow. I a, fuck yeah, I got an issue with Tim Tebow and his ego for have going out there and even thinking he could even have the opportunity. Should deserve the opportunity to play. Reggie, Hell if, no. if, if they and ask Urban you. Meyer is stupid as fuck for having somebody let them play and bring somebody in that's 35 years old and they never caught a pass to audition, you dumb as shit too. You've made a whole lot of dumbass moves this whole offseason. You ain't even Reggie. coached the game and you look like the worst top football coach in the NFL. Reggie. You worse than Haw- Steve Spurrier with the Redskins. If the Hawks call you tomorrow and say, hey man, we want you to play stretch to play the three, are you going? Are you going? If they're gonna pay me, yes. And then in the back of my oh. mind, I'll be like, you dumb as fuck. Okay then, so don't so Tim Tebow has been absolved because Tim Tebow doing the same thing that you said you was gonna do. I'm gonna show up and get the check. No, I would show up and get the check. Tim, Tim Tebow don't need the check. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now, one thing we don't do on this podcast is count people's pockets. Hey, if Tim want to make them dollars, man. Listen, look at your I'm bread, telling bro. you right now that there were a hundred and fifty tight ends better than him. Period. And the I, Jacksonville Jaguars should have let anybody else and i'm coming at this really honestly i'm coming at this from an hbcu so family. i do have another question for you now that we've fallen into this rabbit hole we here now we this gonna be a 67 minute segment I hey don't care. fuck it then uh how do you feel about basketball players who have no football history experience at all coming to the nfl and i'm gonna give you a perfect example antonio gates antonio gates because he's an he's six foot six and he's fast tim tebow is slow Tim Tebow was slow as fuck. Are you He's telling me that Tim Tebow? And Antonio you, Gates, time out. Antonio Gates was 24 years old, 23 years old when he came and uh, auditioned for that. Tim Tebow you, is 35 years old. 35. Are you telling me? Tell me, you, what 35 you, year old you deserve? Does a 35 year old deserve a chance? To are be able you to make telling team? me that Tim Tebow is not an athlete? Not at 35. He's not a good Okay, athlete. so I want you to do me a favor. I want you to Google not, what Tim Tebow looks like right now. Tell me if that's an athlete. I don't give a fuck what he looks like. He is not an NFL He might be 35, athlete. but he is 25-year-old shape. Let me tell fuck you. Fuck out of here. He's not an NFL athlete. He is it's not a, an NFL athlete right 35 years old. That's why he got cut. He couldn't even play He couldn't even play special teams. Special now, teams? Skill? Now, we know that there are two different things. You can be in great shape and look like an athlete. And just not have the skill, but there's no way you can tell me that Tim Tebow does not look like an NFL athlete. He right? Can look like it is. I'm telling you, he is not. He can okay. look like what he wants to look like. Bodybuilders look like man. I'm a, okay. Counter that. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar looked like an NFL athlete out there. Got his ass whooped, just like Tim Tebow. 
What are you but, talking about? But what you, you had saying? to see it. You had to see. And wait, wait let's you didn't like, have to see shit. You Brock didn't Les- have to see Brock Lesnar out there. He was trash too. Brock Lesnar. Like Brock Lesnar is the only guy that has been in three different video games. Don't give a fuck. He's trash too. Just like Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow been on three different networks. He don't deserve to be out there at 35. I had a problem with Tim Tebow trying to play minor league baseball. And he, he like been all on, of that shit is trash. Trash. He's he padding his ego. He's been on three different networks. He's been on two national championship teams. And y'all didn't had how many in that same time? Man, I don't give a fuck all these insults you're throwing toward Georgia. That not deserve to be on the goddamn field. How about that? And I'm going to edit out the word, the N-word. That's fine. But I'm keeping the rest of this. Fuck Tim Tebow. The Atlanta Hawks are calling me. Oh, they finna sell you some tickets. They did the same <laughs> shit to me. I'm going to tell you, bro. I, I was riding down the road, and I, I had to get on the phone. I was like, this might be our opportunity. Splash Boy, how- <laughs> now, I knew I, I knew it because I used to work in, in – ticket sales before so i knew that's who was calling but i was like you know what this just might be our time me and reggie might have been discovered <laughs> so at this point let me answer the phone call and then she was like hey mr norwood wanted to let you know that we have some i was like hey i live in houston dog let's not let's not belabor this point you can't sell me anything and i'm not buying man but she got right off the phone she's a very tim nice young lady tim, tim tebow sold you a big bag of bullshit i can oh, see that man but tim, but, tim tebow <laughs> also sold me two national championships something man shit. Yep. that don't have nothing to do with the jaguars at 35 years old you telling me a whole bunch of arbitrary ass facts yes he won national championships yes he was good when he was 22 years old the motherfucker is 35 what you're saying what you're living is in the style you know what you they 35? told us they told us at 35 we couldn't start the realest podcast in the world and here i am that was a good one. That was a good way to end the conversation because you had nothing else for me. But I don't care. I wash my hands of this. That's fine. Fuck Tim Tebow. He's out of here. Moving on. In other news around the league, Travis Kelsey uh, cut his beard. Norwood was like, what the fuck? He went from going to the cookout to calling the police on it in one fell swoop of the blade. I had a joke. It's not that good, though. <laughs> now, sometimes so- you have to know. You know what? That was the one. I digress. Yeah. Politically, because I, I saw him, a member of the GOP. <laughs> that, hey, I really, oh. I really appreciate you cutting your beard on my behalf. <laughs> I'm a rock with mine. I'm a rock with mine. I, it's my beard, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Speaking of GOP, Josh um, Rosen got whoop. fired again. <laughs> He is the only person, and I know, hopefully we edit this out. I'm sure he won't because it's awful. Um, Josh Rosen is the only person who probably should hate black people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere he goes, is a black man taking his job, and I will be like, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you got to think. Kyler took his job. You out of there. That boy got Tua took his job. Is. You out of there. <laughs> Trey Lance took his job. Out of there. Yo, now, if he hates black people... That shit is organic. That shit was growing organically. <laughs> you got a point. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> I am sick of y'all. Ah, you athletic Negroes. <laughs> He's taking my it. job. Ah, Yo, but it's, hey man, his the only rich, people so who belong in a Trump rally. Josh <laughs> Rosen. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh my god i'm crying josh rosen is the 
only organic Trump supporter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Those blacks keep getting the best of me. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, let's reel it back in. Let's reel it back in. <laughs> nah, I think that's. I think we don't even need to talk about any more NFL. It's hey, over. Hell, dog, we gotta talk about black people getting money. Uh, Jamal Adams. Well, you want to know who doesn't want to talk about that? <laughs> Josh Rosen. <laughs> you guys keep getting paid, and I keep getting fired. Um. And he can't call nobody. You know, when you grow up rich, you could just call somebody and they, they come fix it with some money. Money ain't gonna save you. <laughs> Jeez, this is tragic. Yeah, every everywhere I go, they're just taking every opportunity I've ever oh, had. Man, your voice is so racist. <laughs> you know that guy's voice, though. I want to speak to the manager. Voice. Oh, do you oh. know who my dad is? <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, right, it's, it's not a guy who can run a four four, my guy. Have a seat. <laughs> Have a seat. Oh, oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh, but moving on, moving on. Jamal Adams, free state, free safety for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, ended up getting paid. He ended up getting a contract extension worth what seventy million dollars? I want to say it is. Another bag secured. Another bag secured, and you know the honey badger took notice. And he definitely he's next up for another contract. So we'll number, see what that is. Number one, shout out to Arizona for fumbling the bag on the honey badger. He's literally like, no, shout out to the NFL for fumbling the bag on the honey badger. A lot of people say he's overrated. Yeah, except for he makes all the plays all the time his entire life. All um, the plays. But I never understood why he wasn't like held, heralded as the guy. And then as soon as y'all don't do that, he goes to Arizona and he plays well. And then for whatever reason, Arizona is too damn dumb to pay him. So he goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't understand it for the life of me. And in the top five safety his whole career. His, his whole career, probably since like elementary school. Like, no, nah, <laughs> I, I was born to be the Badger. And I came to get this honey. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. He's gonna get that money though. I just don't get it. And while I'm thinking about this, Atlanta Falcons, call Earl Thomas. He's just sitting there, ready to play in a in a three four defense. Can't be worse than what we got, fam. Nope. Can't be worse than what we got. But uh moving on, moving on. Uh some injuries happened, and they all seem to happen to one team. Uh the Jets have lost a number of players. And the latest person was their defensive end, Carl Lawson, who suffered a season-ending injury where he tore his Achilles. Uh, Zane Lewis also tore his patella tendon and suffered a sprained MCL in the same practice. Two starters. Somebody said that the Jets were falling out of the sky. I don't know know who that guy was, but... Zane got to say Tebow deserved a chance. Wow, we are stitching. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this went from the realest podcast to just Reggie snitching. All right, I said it. Oh, it was trash. Yeah, I'm about to say, come on, Sam you... Darnold last year. Now y'all got Zach Wilson. Same <laughs> guy. Same dude. What change did you have? <laughs> Same. Zach Wilson got he got he got beat up by Coastal Carolina. 
who's actually ranked at the same, not too far well, no, front or behind of Florida. Get, get out of there. Get out of there. Lord Jesus have mercy. Why did we have mercy? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving on, moving on, moving. Yeah, this is a yeah. bit of fun segment. It is triggering like a like Pavlov. Like I just hear Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati, and I just oh uh, man, you know what else is triggering? The fact that the Falcons could have drafted Justin Fields not once but twice. People asked us to trade down. We could have traded down, drafted Justin Fields, and still got a receiver or tight end. Yeah. We and only we have one competent front office. <laughs> and it's Travis oh, Link. <laughs> maybe Travis Link could be the GM of the Falcons. Too. Man, listen, I, have, I was asking. Bro, do you are you interested in a part-time job? <laughs> um, we ain't had a good one in a long time. Lord really, Jesus. The only piece of good leadership we've had in any reasonable amount of time is Kyle Shanahan. And he Man. proceeded to do what they call get the fuck um, out of there. <laughs> and has gone to San Francisco and now created this monstrous team. And Jimmy Garoppolo is on his last few days before that thing becomes a Trey area. Um, <laughs> oh, it's out of there. And speaking of somebody on their last few days, somebody is on that critnag out there in Chicago. And his name is Andy Dalton. Talking about Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback, but it's my time now. You ain't been good ever. It's, <laughs> it's your time now? You mean it wasn't your time when you had A.J. Green, one of the best receivers in the NFL? You think that going to the to the Chicago Bears and it's your turn? You, sir. Let me tell you, it's not your money. You may want it now, but it's over for you, fam. You are going to be coaching sooner rather than later. Let me tell you that right now. That kid, Justin Fields, that's his job. Is it? He's it, man. The best it thing you it. can do is find a way to follow directions to be a good backup. <laughs> Listen, man, you are one of the best clipboard holders of all time. And, and that's you, where you should be. Get your advisor, spit that thing back, back around. You go ahead and put <laughs> sunglasses on and take your, your pads off. You're never playing. Um, ahead, just, just stretch, you know, play catch with star receivers. And you good you, to go. You should start working on your career as an offensive coordinator, honestly. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You need to start going to coaching clinics and come up with a scheme of your own to call your own. <laughs> hey, hey, Andy, Andy, we're actually going to send you on that that clinic. Um, yeah, no need to dress out. You're good. You, mm-hmm. you, and, Ron, you and Rondo. Huh? <laughs> Ooh, pew, pew, pew. I just saw when they said that Memphis Grizzlies will be releasing Rondo, and I'm like, oh, who was the guy who predicted that Rondo wasn't going to be good ever again? (laughs) Why did he get a podcast? And it's the realest one. Moving on, moving on. Yes, please. Moving on, man. Let's get to these boxing matches. Let's get to these fisticuffs where Antonio Brown and the Bucks is out here fighting, and he landed a haymaker. People was getting their ass whooped yesterday. <laughs> Antonio Brown and the Bucks held a joint practice. Uh, who did they have a joint practice with, Norwood? I can't remember who it was. I forgot who Antonio The Brown Titans. Was. It was against yes. the Titans. The Bucks and the Titans held a joint practice, and Antonio Brown and one of their cornerbacks got into it, and Antonio Brown got caught. Whoever the photographer is deserves a raise because he caught him mid Punch zoomed in HD TV high depth, and if you that cornerback, you got to go ahead and take out his MCL when you play. Like you can't, you can't just get punched in the face like that and then just be cool with it. 
Not a, and it be seen everywhere. That man hits you with his Super Bowl ring wearing hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so the, and from going from one fight where they was connecting to going to another fight where they look like they ain't never fought a day in their life. They ain't got no fight in them. The Giants and the Browns. Yeah. Sterling Shepard got the fight. And they look like they was punching imaginary air. I've seen two things. I've seen one where they said my man was fencing, and then I saw another <laughs> one. <laughs> Cause you know how you had that backhand up. Yeah. <laughs> what you or doing? I saw the other one that said they was going to do the cha-cha slide. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever it was, that was the the most non-fightingest fight I've ever seen in my life. Boy, you know somebody can't fight when they hit you with the slap punch. It look like they slap you, but they got their head balled up, so they hit you with the Ooh, palm of their hand. Boy, if I really wanted to, ah, 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 ah. You a what? You would you <laughs> yo, I hate that guy. Man, you oh, oh, oh you like to fight too, but I I ain't never seen nobody square up one on one after practice for five minutes. Like y'all go square up for five minutes? And then the part is after all of that, John Ross like just grabs him and how? <laughs> how John Ross is not that big. He's just he is five ten. Literally only thing he's good at is being very fast. <laughs> yep and Sterling Shepard is probably the what the Giants who knows who the Giants number one wide receiver is right now nobody really knows uh, Sterling Shepard versus Troy Hill oh my god look at these punches I mean they two, guy, two guys will probably be out of the league next year what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> nah Sterling Shepard's actually really good I don't know about Troy Hill Sterling Shepard's a pretty good slot receiver but the, he definitely he's a fight. pretty good slot receiver for the New York Giants that means that you're probably a four of most people's team. <laughs> Jesus, Norwood. I mean, oh, man. So, we offense. <laughs> no way. Yeah. We've already over. We doubled down on this segment anyway. What, what What's interesting about the Giants offense other than getting it off the field? Saquon Barkley coming back. That's all I got. I, I had to think about that one. Saquon <laughs> is going to have to literally hike the ball. <laughs> Catch the ball. Throw the ball. Take the snap, the ball. <laughs> throw the ball to himself, and then catch it. Funny story, I grew up playing Pop Warner. I saw a dude do that. They had snapped the ball to him. He threw the ball, threw a swing pass, and then ran on the field and caught it. I thought that man was going to be the best football player to ever play. <laughs> Neither did you know. He man. was nine playing in the seven-year-old league. <laughs> and he never grew again. Yep. That's how I know. Them kids that he be was, full grown at, at, at seventh grade. He was brolic in five, six in the fourth grade, it never grew again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our NFL news around the league. Let's get into some college football, man. Other than us wanting to start the season, we'll go ahead. That's it. Start to see. I just want to see now. The rest of this, all talk. Everybody got the team. You're going to have. <laughs> Ain't no trades in college football. Let's lay some up. Let's get right to it. Let's, Let's get see what to we can it. do. But then some BS did come out, man. So everybody knows that the SEC added Texas and Oklahoma. We're not going to belabor that point. But it come out that the big was the Big 12. The rest SEC. of the world. The rest of the world has created, created alliance <laughs> because the SEC is the best conference in football. Instead of finding a way to make your conference better and then trying to be dominant, you just said, well, the rest of us, Big 10, Pac-12, ACC, will mm-hmm. create some type of alliance to compete with you one conference in one portion of the country. <laughs> and That's, you know what's funny? That doesn't change anything. 
the least amount of concern. You can take <laughs> all the best teams from all of the rest of the world. <laughs> it doesn't change that Alabama's still number one. <laughs> Georgia's said, still number four. Clemson is all y'all got. That whole that whole alignment is Clemson and Ohio State and a bunch of mid. Not a <laughs> Come on over here and play with us, fam. Yeah, Get I in this. nowhere. Man. <laughs> and the fact that it took three conferences. Not, not, not one. Sound like LeBron and D-Wade. Not one. Not two. Not three. Like, it's literally the end. And it's not only that they are conferences. It's literally conferences across the whole country. You have the ACC then you have the Big Ten, and you have the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever it is, depending on the day. That's a whole country versus the SEC. It's just, it's trash. And you man. wonder why we don't <laughs> respect you guys playing football. Whole lot of mid. So instead of three conferences with two teams and the rest mid, you have one big conference with two teams and the rest mid. Hey, man, in math terms, that looks like an equal equation to me. Oh yeah, mid I, equals mid equals mid. The SEC championship is still the national championship, and then after that, you just see who's <laughs> available. See who's available. Who hasn't played all season? Yep, it is what it is. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our NFL football segment. Let's start, start the season because I'm I am ready to go ahead and see what we got. And I don't know if Emory Jones is going to be good or he's going to be bad, but he's going to be something, and we're going to see very quickly. Well, I mean, y'all did now. I, as much as I hate Florida, I mean, what's his name? Y'all coach. He may be an idiot, but he is good at developing quarterbacks. Not even developing, figuring out their strengths. Oh, and working well, towards it. Now we gonna be a triple option team. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, well, y'all were a triple option team against us not too long ago. They ran for four hundred and fifty something yards. Beat the crap out of us. Uh, y'all but, specialize uh, in losing the games that you. We do, man. We do, man. We do. But uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some news around the NBA. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our news around the NBA segment. We got a few topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, First, we're going to get started out. Uh, with the interesting topic that came out, uh, it seems that Kyle Kuzma made more threes than Trey Young last year. I think Kyle Kuzma made 137 and Trey Young made 136. Norway, what's your thoughts on this, man? Folks are saying he's a better three point shooter than Trey. See, there you go talking crazy. <laughs> nobody said that. The thing that had a little paprika on there. Man, that, had boy, nah, that wasn't paprika. That was fucking Lowry's. Um, <laughs> for me, this is Trey is just not a volume shooter. Trey is just not a three point shooter. If we can like the world has been programmed that this is what Trey he's Steph Curry and he's not. He's a good three point shooter, good to average. He just shoots further because that's allowed. That's what allows him to get a clearer shot. Hmm. But where where his money is made is facilitating and getting to the hoop and scoring buckets. Twos, less threes, more twos. That's what, that's what took throws. us over. Yeah, that's what took us over the top, man. Nobody really cares about Kyle Kuzma. You still, Kyle, you still pyrite to me, bro. Damn, big pyrese. But at the end <laughs> of the day, 
I need Trey to understand that too. Like, just shoot the two. There's no reason for you to shoot the Trey Young three pointer unless it's in the rhythm of Trey Young three pointers. So we ain't gonna belabor this point, man. Kyle Kuzma, we don't believe in you. You gonna have to show us. We know Trey Young does. What oh man, Kyle Kuzma, you are trash. <laughs> now you trash in DC. I feel like you'll probably end up somewhere else sooner rather than later because they have 75 million small to large forwards. Um, <laughs> you laughing? I'm for real. Everybody on their team is <laughs> six seven. It's Rui Hashimura or some version, and you're like Kenny. <laughs> Montrez, Kuzma, y'all all gonna play at the same time, and everybody thinks that they're the best. Apparently, Kuzma's going to have to be the shooting of the team. So him and Bradley Beal. So uh, moving on, man. Moving on. Braun no, and Melo. No, they got they got Spencer Dinwiddie, but it, it ain't it ain't enough. It's not enough ball handling on that team. Um, there's not we'll enough distribution. The coach is gonna have to figure that out. That ain't. I think the management got it. He <laughs> management told him. All right, you said get some talent. We got you a bunch of talent. I think the coach turned around and was like, I ain't mean at the same position. Yeah, but- I, didn't, I didn't tell you to go get 12 of the same guys. Like, <laughs> who is the center for Washington? Uh, Montrez Harrell. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> just, like the, just like the Celtics. Who is the center? Oh, they just signed him. He got uh, four years, $54 million. What what are him and, and, and him and Enos Cantor gonna do against John Collins and Clint Capella other than watch and get destroyed? And Jalen Johnson and on Yako Kungu and Gorgie Jane. There ain't man, really nothing they can do. Man, hell, DeAndre Hunters was getting seven rebounds a game. Anyway, moving on, man. Let's move it on. Let's not let's not go into the weeds about the Hawks. This is the around the league segment. No, I'm just Bron- mad. I'm just more mad. Because Richard Jefferson disrespected the hell out of the Hawks. Richard Jefferson always disrespects the Hawks. He's there for comedic relief. He's very good at his job, but he's there for comedic relief. Um, I don't care about any of that. You you got to stop putting us in the same categories. You know what? Let's let's just keep moving forward before I, I go off the rails. <laughs> All right, let's get to LeBron. Let's get to LeBron. Let's get to LeBron. Bron and Melo are the last two standing from the 2003 draft class, man. 18 years, dude. 18 years. Who would have thought they'd be on the same team? Did you ever see that happening? Because they were built up to be like, like, not, they weren't built to be Jordan Pippen. They were built up to be more like Larry and Magic. Bird Magic. Bird Magic. I was trying to think of somebody else, but that really it. Bird Magic. Or Trey. I mean, Trey and Luca. Ah, that's a good one, Trey and Luca. They were built up to be those guys because they went what one and three. Yeah, but the difference is Melo only could do one thing, and LeBron could do everything. <laughs> very, very true. But it's going to be interesting to see them see them on the same team today this year. So this is the same team that Carl Malone and Gary Payton played on with the Lakers, where you just get everybody and see if, if you can make it work with all the oldest players in the NBA who used to be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. does that actually materialize? Yeesha. I mean, LeBron got a lot of motivation. Got a lot of motivation. <laughs> Just, he, been tweet, he been tweeting and texting up a storm. But let me tell you, at the end of the game, Anthony Davis is going to have to be the guy who shoots the shot because he's the only person to shoot. Melo can shoot. Melo's clutch. Oh, wow. Melo's clutch. Melo's clutch. Is, is, is Melo okay? So He just plays the defense. Now that this is – first of all, this is the off-the-rail show. We are not even beginning <laughs> to look at minutes. 
<laughs> is Melo playing the end of the, the game? Is he playing in the end of the game? I, I yeah. don't know who else they have. I mean, they got Russell Westbrook. You would assume gonna... Russ got to play at the end of the game. There's no way that you're, you're convincing Russ that he's not going to be on the floor to, at any point in the last five minutes, right? Yeah. So then you got AD, LeBron, Melo. Who would be the – they just need a two. LeBron will play the four. AD would be the five. Melo would be the three. I don't know who's the two. I don't know who else they have on the team. Wayne, Wayne Ellington. Uh, well, then that's well, – he's actually a decent three-point shooter. That's their three-point I mean, shooter. He, that's, their, he, that's their corner three. He probably would be the last guy. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's really all you got, man. But if Melo doesn't – I mean, I guess Melo or AD, then you go LeBron, then you go Russ. I don't they hate still have it. a lot of shooting. They, they need shooting. They need shooting. But, yeah, that's, that would have to be – It just team. sounds like a fight. Somebody – well, I don't think I don't I I think LeBron is trying to assert himself and talk about his legacy. So at that point, I think he's gonna want the, that's the interesting part is they're all playing for a team and trying to be better and all get a championship, but a lot of them still want legacy. They want to be known as that person that hits that clutch shot. They want to be known as the scorer. They want to be known as this, that, and the third. So who's gonna take the step back? I, I mean, I guess if you're looking at a closing five, it might be old, but it ain't bad. Russ, mm-hmm. Ellington, James, Mello, Anthony. I like it. <laughs> it's I good. Want, it's, I want paper, it's a good team. Man. I really want to dislike it, but I you just can't. Russ going to oh. hustle. He'll probably be the guy, any loose ball he's going to go get. Wayne mm-hmm. Ellington, the only thing that you have to do is not fuck up when it's your chance. And judging and, by your status and, in the league, you have and, fucked up a lot when it's your chance. The only thing is, if they throw you the ball, Wayne, you have to make the shot. Carmelo <laughs> ain't going to play no defense, but he'll do everything else. LeBron will be the utility guy, and then A.D., your problem you need to be the guy shooting the shot at the end of the game mm-hmm. unless unless you're playing against mb mb against that squad though would be tough because ad gonna be on the outside but ad gotta hit his shots the reason we won the championship the bubble championship is because ad shot a career high from two and three that's the reason I, they won i'm gonna tell you right now i don't think that there's a soul better than in the nba better than joel mb if he's healthy <laughs> healthy MB is the scariest human to walk this planet, without a doubt. And I fuck with you, can't healthy be and motivated, man. But if he, yeah, when he is healthy, he made Clint Capella look like a, a shell of himself. And Clint was yeah. doing, Clint was hustling. He was doing everything, doing everything power. he could, and he, he put was loping. Hey, man, even even with a torn meniscus, he was whooping Clint, and Clint ain't no slouch. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Only thing about Embiid is he may never be healthy. He never he may never be in great shape. Yep, yep. It is what it is. Uh, moving on into LeBron newsathon. Uh, LeBron got zero votes for best player in the league, and he is mad. He feels some type of way. He said if he needed any more extra motivation, and it's not that he didn't get that he wasn't voted best player in the league is the fact that he got zero votes. You think this was warranted or you think he just needs to shut up and stop crying? I have a unique opinion on this. 
because I agree with, I think everybody is wrong. Number one, if nobody thinks that LeBron is the best player in the NBA, y'all are wrong. Mm-hmm. I ain't say everybody got to believe he's the best player in the world, but not one single soul thinks you're wrong. But LeBron, I don't want to hear about, oh, motivated, wash king. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just play. <laughs> but somebody, somebody here is wrong. Yeah. And LeBron, we talked about it before. LeBron puts you in that situation as an organization to where you have to win now. Like you mortgage your future to win now. And he does that everywhere he goes because he's not trying to build. He's He built his whole first seven years in the league. So now he's trying to win. But the Lakers, oh, man, the stat came out that the Lakers are still paying Luau Day and they own five more million dollars this year. <laughs> he is the fifth paid Laker. That's nuts. Fifth and, highest paid Laker. And I cannot wait for Russ to want to whoop Dwight's ass. I don't think so. I think I think for as much as Dwight and his antics before, I think Dwight has matured. I think he's matured. Did you uh, literally see him in the Sixers series against us? Why do you think he's matured? I mean, I oh, think I, he's matured as a player. I, I, I for him to even be able to accept a backup he, role. I mean, he's still the same. No, 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 no. Is he the backup role to go home? I, I think <laughs> you're not. Where are you starting at, Dwight? I mean, it, it, so the same thing could have been said about Melo and OKC. He wasn't a starter. He should have been a starter. I have not been the biggest Melo fan for a very long time. Even in Portland, I said, Melo not making them better. And he didn't. Portland, uh, no. Melo gave him scoring off the bench because Rodney Hood got hurt. That's, that's the, I don't, I don't This is the reason that Portland is not any better. They were going to be somewhere between a 6 to 8 seed no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. With Melo, they were still 6AC. Same team. You could find a million guys who could do what Melo did. Other than his name, he didn't really do anything for them but be a regular player. He's not making your team better. He's not making the Lakers better. He's not. He's just another guy. Just another guy. LeBron. A J- I mean, not LeBron. Carmelo. A Jag. Hmm. Yeah. Where do you think, think LaMelo? La I mean, excuse me, definitely not LaMelo. Melo <laughs> does multiple things, right? Where do you think Melo fits on the Hawks? Behind everybody. Uh, I about to say he doesn't. He doesn't at all. You want you want Cam Reddish, you want Melo right now. Cam Reddish. Okay. And think about you know how why I want he, Cam Reddish? Well, I mean, honestly, they he kind plays of, defense. He plays one, he plays defense. But off I mean, even if you take away defense offensively, they do kind of the same thing. But Cam is younger, which yeah, brings exactly. me back. To, oh, exactly right. Was bringing back to my Tim Tebow point, but we won't go there again. Uh, <laughs> moving so on, moving you, on. You just snake me. <laughs> you are a snake. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Lamelo is a guy. Not he does man. enough of a job, but you Carmelo. can find a million. You can find a million Carmelos who can do that. No, yeah. Lamelo. Carmelo. La, Carmelo better hope that Love Melo don't take his name. It's already gone. I'm gonna let you know right now. In the league, that's already. Oh gone. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely for the children. You're car. <laughs> hey, you're you are, uh, you are Carmelo, the, and, and this Melo. Yeah. Uh, put yeah. that. You better put that hoodie on and shut up, old man. Yep. So uh, moving on, moving on. Hey man, it was some. Let's move on to the person that was voted the best player in the league. 
Kevin Durant. He has made the news recently. Uh, of course, he was known as voted as the best player in the league, and he almost took the Brooklyn Nets to the Eastern Conference Finals by himself. So, yes, he's the best player in the league. To me, he got if I had a vote, he would have got my vote. And uh, he ended up sitting down with Draymond Green and talking about and doing an interview for Draymond Green's uh, YouTube series or Bleacher Report series called Chips, where it basically is about players that grew up with a chip on their shoulder and had to prove themselves throughout their life and in the league. So Kevin Durant sat down with Draymond Green. And of course, everybody really wanted to know about what happened between those two against the uh, in Golden State, specifically the Clippers game when they had to blow up and then they ended up having to uh, blow everything over. Norman, what'd you think about that interview, man? Just as a whole. I, I sat down and watched it. Like, I was like, all right, well, I have to watch this so that I can be familiar before we go into this. Um, and when I got into it, there are a few things that I took away from it. Number one, Draymond Green is the new Charles Barkley. Get, with better media training. Yes. Uh, yes. Very yes, good. He inter- he's a very good interviewer. And he's an interesting enough guy that I want to hear his point of view. And I want to hear him have awkward conversations. As a matter of fact, they asked, like, after KD, who's the second guy that you want to Draymond to interview? Give me Charles Barkley every time. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, man. Also, it's something that I didn't see anybody else pick up on. This is two black men who had an issue, who handled their issue, and they had a conversation about it. That is the most important part to me is you can have smoke with a guy. You can have an issue with a guy. They never let the issue cons- – like, they may have parted their ways, but there was never a point where they had to come to fisticuffs. And then after the whole situation is over, they were willing to have a conversation about it. Like, I don't think that that's highlighted enough. Like, you know, any other place on sports, you know, they want to call people thugs going to say you know hey man this guy's get let the emotions get the best of him all these other things but nobody ever takes the moment where you have two guys who can have a, like a visible disagreement or be able to talk through it and then be as men be able to have the conversation afterwards like hey this is what happened yep i agree man i agree like what's i agree one i agree with you about draymond is definitely has a career after football, whether he, 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 he meshes very, very well with um, Charles Barkley and the TNT crew and Shaq. And the fact that um, it's not lost on everybody. The Charles Barkley has said numerous times that he's going to retire within the next two or three years, mainly because he feels like he's being censored. But be that as it may, he is talking about retiring and he's in his 60s. So they need that next person with that personality. To me, Charles Barkley and Shaq and Kenny Smith, their personalities mesh so well with Ernie. That's the reason they win so many Emmys. And Draymond Green is awesome. Uh, I think his questions about asking Kevin Durant about his high school and that Kevin Durant went to four or five high schools and how that contributes into his mindset and psyche going into uh free agency in the nba i think that was an awesome question um that's the reason i give him his respect man because you knew that there were lazy like there are lazy basic questions you could ask mm-hmm. right, let, let's just talk about what people want to hear he had the issue 
but to kind of have like outside of that, this is a good, damn good interview. Yep. Like, and, and to have done the research and be like, all right, well, I noticed like this is a trend in your life. These are the type like type of things that I've seen. And to take from that and then be like, all right, well, let me ask you about that question, which is kind of a tough question to ask another individual, specifically a guy who you kind of had smoke with, I, I think is is good journalism. Yep. And to me, what what interested me about the entire thing, especially about the, of course, the main question that they wanted to know is about the smoke that they had in Golden State. But the answer to me was awesome. The fact that KD said, yo, like, Yes, we had smoke, but nobody even wanted to address it. They wanted to act like it never happened. And to me, that that lends credence to kind of how, and I hate to say this, how Steve Kerr kind of grew up with Michael Jordan. Like, if you had smoke with Michael Jordan, you just couldn't do nothing. Like, Jordan was that person who, at that point in time, like, it, it's been rumored that, you know, Michael Jordan smacked Steve Kerr in practice. I think it's not rumored. He said it in the it Bulls documentary. But Jordan was like, end all, be all. So if you had smoke with somebody... That was it. You just couldn't say nothing. You, it is what it is. You move on and you worry about winning. Where Kevin Durant was like, nah, we supposed to be family. We supposed to be this, that, and the third. The reason I came here is because y'all play the game of basketball the way it's supposed to be played with ball movement. He said, I know my role every game. Whether in this game playing, I hit threes. In this game playing, I hit two. Whatever his role, he said, I knew my role. But when we had a disagreement, Y'all tried to sweep it up under the rug. And then Draymond revealed that management and the coaches brought him in and said, we're going to suspend you for two games. And he said, y'all are about to fuck this up. And he was right. The fact that they even brought him in and said, you got to take the fall and made him the bad guy. And Kevin Durant was like, yo, we're supposed to be family. He's not even supposed to be like that. That shed a lot of light. And I wonder, honestly, what it's going to be this year. I don't know. After this interview, do you, I don't really know if Draymond is going to be with the Warriors much longer. No, they've uh, Draymond. This is not the first time Draymond has said that it's their fault. He made it very clear. I think that they've kind of like, well, you got to know what you're dealing with with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They're not going to speak out. Those like they're not going to say, "Hey, this is the way we feel. We didn't like what Draymond said." Draymond told them, the owners of the team. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you out. I think that laughing in your face is the best option I have. (laughs) So at that point, if you're the ownership, you kind of got to be like, all right, well, you either, if somebody says that to you, you got to make them prove it or you got to shut up and go home. And they chose to shut up and go home. You can't now be mad with Draymond. You can't like try to reprimand him now he told you when it happened i'm gonna laugh in your face or i'm gonna cuss you out and if you don't at that point ask for the smoke then you've you've already digressed so they're gonna continue to digress i think the warrior's gonna play this how it is like all right well we may not like that but at the end of the day draymond is one of the greatest warriors of all time ring of honor easily probably a hall of famer type of thing you just gotta you just gotta take it like there's no other answer other than just let Draymond do what Draymond does. Yeah, and you gave him a trillion dollars. So at this point, <laughs> you made a commitment. So yeah. Draymond's uh, an overpaid black man. Kudos, man. Yep. So if you haven't had a chance to actually go listen to the interview, I, I would encourage you to go listen to the interview Please. with KD and Draymond because it's wonderful and you can form your own opinions. These are our opinions, but 
Go listen to it. And my opinion is right, but yeah, listen, you know, <laughs> all the rest of that others. Keeping with KD, news with KD, his company, 35 Ventures and Boardroom, has announced a multi-year partnership with uh, Weed Maps, which is a leading technology platform for cannabis consumers and businesses. The multi-year venture says that as the largest technology provider in the sector, we are serious about our responsibility to lead the national discussion around cannabis and the need for cannabis regulations to be updated across the board. So we always talk about people making money. And I love how our Black athletes, especially in this time, in our time, in our generation, uh, with LeBron, and a lot of people forget about uh, Jamal Mashburn. Jamal Mashburn with his 400 owned restaurants and car dealerships, and uh, there's other athletes as well. They're leading the movement of investing your money and not BMFing it, blowing your money fast. The fact that he now has... He's, Kevin Durant is basically a conglomerate at this point. He has so many companies and they're all are good. They're all Coinbase. They're all making money. Um, I just wanted, we, I wanted to highlight KD, man. What's your thoughts, man? That's, that's pretty awesome to me. All I get from this is Keith, uh, is KD is going to tell you where, where, where the trees are at. Um, yeah, that video did come out at all-star game. <laughs> you're investing in weed maps. Think about what weed maps is as a concept. I'm just going to tell you where the weed is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's the leading online marketplace for cannabis usage. If they can get paid, then we can get paid. That's all I'm going to say. That mug is operated by WN Technology. Hey, Black people that want to get paid, if you want to invest in a company that is moving forward, WM Technology on NASDAQ, their symbol is MAPS. Go invest. KD has already invested. You might as well go and get you a piece of the pie, too. With our last, uh, With our last KD news, Oh man, let's just go ahead and add a <laughs> a funny story to end this, it. This this yours topic. This man. this was your topic. Stop blaming all this shit on this me. You came sick. up with cum bucket. Sick, Reggie, you wanted boy. to talk about every cum bucket. You brought every... it up. Yo, Chris Norwood brought up the topic of Drew Holiday where he said he got penetrated <laughs> by KD mentally. That is the worst wordplay to come bucket, which is also a Norwood topic. Norwood, since you brought these topics up, what's your thought process or what's your thoughts on Drew Holiday getting mentally penetrated by KD? I just want y'all to understand how much Reggie Yo, doubled the down. Lies. Double Who doubled down? down? You're a liar. See, look at you. You're getting aggressive. You're loud. You're getting irrational. I just want y'all to understand how much Reggie doubles down on the freaky man topics. Every time we get to something that is not reasonable, Reggie suddenly becomes a bastion for it. So my man drew a holiday, said he got mentally penetrated, and Reggie is all about it. And I'm like, bro, this Who is said kinda... I was all about it? You brought up the topic. What? That, See, I don't, take, I don't take well to being lied on. And I'm just sitting over here like, yo, you know, this is... This is probably not something you should say in general. Uh, people that know... But, you, but Reggie gets... I mean, that just, know Norwood. People that know Norwood knows that he likes to drop like little nuggets and topics and like a bomb or like a time bomb and then walk away. And then when it explodes, he's like, what the fuck did you do? Why did you do that? How could you be so mad? He put both those topics in the group. Yeah, and was like, uh, what the hell? And I said, yo, should that be a topic? He said, absolutely. Yeah. Matter of my, fact, I have the screenshot. My man Reggie said that Drew Holiday being penetrated mentally. My KD was one of the most important topics that we could cover. 
And I'm just here to give you my opinion. They're just probably know, just know we about to have a whole trailer with this screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you know right now. This screenshot, by the, don't try to go in there and delete it. No. Let me scroll up real quick. Let like I've said it. before, if you ever looked at my phone before, there's a contact from Beyonce. Do I really know <laughs> Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles Carter? No. But can I make it look like Beyonce texted me yesterday? 100%. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just need you to understand. <laughs> Boy, you are a liar. This is all oh, sleight of hand. you are a liar. This is all oh. a Jedi mind trick. I'm going to let y'all know right I now. I did not want to. I look at Norwood totally different after this. After these last two podcasts. I am questioning our friendship going forward. This is just a business. I mean, so if you go back to the last podcast and just tell me what you heard about Jonathan Kaminga and the voracious way that he said it repeatedly. <laughs> you put your, it come, you put walk, the See, there he goes again, ladies. There. there he goes. There he goes again. As Norwood was the one yeah. that posted this screenshot. I right want here. y'all to understand that Reggie is formulated. Matter of fact, we got to ring up right now. This on is this crazy. Question. Like you hate to see it. Like no. just make up anything. No, no, no. Don't try to talk. But with that no. said, Drew Holiday, there are certain things that you probably should not say about another man, and to say that you are, you know, penetrated, whether it be mentally or physically, is just boy problematic. Um, but congratulations on winning your championship, and I don't really have an answer for that. This is ready stop. This is this is now. This is what we're gonna start doing. There are parts <laughs> that I'm gonna call the Reggie Cast, and this is a part of the Reggie Cast. <laughs> and and if you just if you hear me say Reggie Cast, just know it's the Reggie Cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, all right, all right, no way. Moving on, moving on. The number two pick in the draft, Jalen Green, actually did not want to go be the number one pick in the draft because he is not a fan of Detroit. And, I mean, can you really blame him? This is problematic <laughs> because I, I, if you understand life, you understand what he's saying. Sure, I will, I will appreciate the honor and respect of being the number one pick in the draft. Also, I have no interest in living in Detroit. And I get it, especially as a guy who lives in Houston. If you tell me how to pick Detroit, I got to pick Houston. Pick me up. I, I'll be a bush or I'll be a hobby. But for sure, I'll be in Houston. <laughs> 100%. 100%, man. Uh, speaking of young NBA players, man, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, if you guys don't have a chance to go listen to Anthony Edwards, he is one of the most entertaining young players in the NBA. He was number one draft pick out of University of Georgia, out of Atlanta. And uh, <laughs> he was shooting threes from Steph Curry range. And he hit like nine in a row. And then looked at the, then looked at the camera like, I told y'all, Anthony Edwards is going to be a beast. You think he could do that in the, in, um, in, the, in the regular season? I honestly don't care. I will tell you this, and I want to be very clear on what we're going to say next. The Splash cast is a supporter of Anthony Edwards in every fucking thing that he does. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a human that's, that's better at everything ever 
and has the utmost belief in anything that he's ever done that he can do it way better than anybody else. He's better than LeVar Ball. He has more confidence than LeVar Ball. at the Splash Cast are a fan club of Anthony Edwards. We believe that he could pitch in the MLB. We could believe we believe he also could be a starting wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. And we also think that he can shoot from anywhere on the floor and physically baptize any human who decides to try to be in the paint when he wants to dunk the ball. So, yes, I am a supporter of Anthony Edwards. And there's only probably one human that's more entertaining on the planet, and that is Jameis Winston. <laughs> J-Bo! <laughs> Oh, man. So, Anthony Edwards, keep being you, dog. Keep being you, dog. Moving on, moving on. Three players, three more players got paid. Three more players got paid. Joel Embiid got the max contract extension. Scary Terry got paid, as well as Marcus Smart. Norwood, you think all of these contracts are worth it? I know Embiid is. Do you think Scary Terry and Marcus Smart deserve to get the contracts they got? Uh, All right. So, Charlotte, yes. You got to overpay because nobody's going to Charlotte. Harsh reality. That's, I mean, it's not disrespect. It's just a harsh reality. You're probably not getting a guy to leave a premier team to go to Charlotte. So if you do have an asset, you pay what you got to. Uh, mm-hmm. and outside of that, Marcus Smart is kind of tough because it's expensive right now. When the salary cap goes up, that Marcus Smart deal won't be that bad. Uh, it's kind of like the Robert Williams deal. $54 million sounds like a lot right now, but when the cap goes from like 119 to, I think they said it's going to go to 140. At that point, mm-hmm. four years, $54 million. It's very similar to the Clint Capella deal, where it sounded it expensive initially, but now we have Clint Capella on a team-friendly deal. Yep, you do. I mean, but Terry Rozier, man, 94, 97 million, I want to say it was, 94, 97 million dollars. Four-year, 97 mil. That's almost $25 million a year. He got John Collins money. That's tough. I mean, tough. you want Marcus Smart or you want Scary Terry? Does it matter? I mean. No, 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 no. I think Scary, Scary Terry can score. Like, he got, he's a bucket now. Let's be real. He can't he's a score. whole bucket. Uh, you yeah. you, you got to have some points. As Marcus Smart is going to be locked down defense. He's going to do everything else. You still got to put some points on the board. Give me Scary Terry. Yep, yep. So, I mean, either way, black men getting paid, we all for it. Moving on, moving on. That too. Poor, poor, poor Patrick Beverly. If y'all don't know, Patrick Beverly, (laughs) uh, when he was with the Clippers in 2019, after the Clippers got Kawhi and PG, Patrick Beverly said he just won a championship. He then told... Uh, he then told Steph Curry and the Warriors after they beat him, the next five years are mine. Fast forward to 2021, he has now been traded to the Grizzlies after he lost his starting spot in 2020, who was then traded to the Timberwolves. So he went from a championship contender to the Timberwolves. Lord have mercy. (laughs) What's your thoughts on this, man? Poor, poor Patrick Beverly. One of my favorite phrases is life comes at you fast. This is beyond fast. This is a whole different unprecedented level. Patrick Beverly, your best days are behind you. And it's you're you're in Minnesota. Well, think about it. Just like you went from LA mm-hmm. to Minnesota. Like just geographically, just like temperature wise. <laughs> like you went lifestyle. from lifestyle. Like, your lifestyle. Yeah, you went from LA. 
to Minnesota. And your backup point guard in Minnesota, a team that's not competitive, a team that Jimmy Butler has already ransacked. Um, <laughs> but this is what happens. This is the reason you never look too look too smart, talk too wise. Sometimes you have to just shut up because everything that Patrick Beverly said was supposed to happen did not happen. Um, sometimes you just got to shut up. And he told Steph that his time was next. Well, yeah, it is. Um, your time being a, a, a team vet, uh, your time for not being competitive, um, your time for nobody caring about your career anymore. Yeah, it's here now. <laughs> Honestly, this is, you should be considering retirement. You and Rondo should just probably walk this thing out together. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers, they doubled down on um, Reggie Jackson, but I don't know who they have as a – well. I don't they know have, who they have as a they have Reggie Jackson. They have Reggie Jackson and they have Terrence Man. They uh, picked the, they picked the right two guys. I mean, Terrence Man in the point guard. But, but I guess front. they don't really need a point guard at that point. You just you need competent basketball players on the floor, and Terrence Man is a competent basketball player. And yeah, it's so. not Rondo or Patrick Beverly, two guys who are not good at doing much of anything good. <laughs> oh my man! Very true. Very true. Very true. Uh, speaking about other uh, black guys doing well, man, Malik Beasley had a tumultuous offseason for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Had a tumultuous offseason where he ended up having to go to jail for 78 days. And he got released and he was happy about it and had a little photo shoot and got to see his children. And at first I was like, man, you only did 78 days. That ain't, nope. But then I was like, Richie. Let's have some self-reflection. Can you actually do 78 days in jail? I'm going to let you know right now, Reggie could not. Anything more than about seven hours. (laughs) Anything more than a holding cell. Anything more than one real deep nap. And you're like, well, I can't go anywhere. (laughs) I haven't slept. Now I'm out. Like, I'm awake now. What what else? What else? What else are we going to do here? Oh, nothing? No, I got to go home. Um, Yep. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do, dog. Once so, you wake up and you're up, it's over. Now I'm upset. I have to be somewhere else. Freedom is very important to me and my people. Um, for me, stay away from Larsa Pippen. Um, Man. It never really works out well. Scotty, Future, Malik. I mean, maybe well, I'll start. I, well, maybe I'll, 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 I don't know if Future had a I was about to say, I don't know if Future had a bad deal with her. He was, I mean, you, you were in beef with Scotty Pippen. Do you really want to be in... Beef with one of the top 50 NBA players of all time? Man, with no beef. Scotty Pippen knew what was going on. It's future wasn't the first. Oh, wow. <laughs> this man Scotty Pippen, six time NBA champ. Hey, and I disrespect it. I stated man, the fact. Come on. Reggie bro. said, Your lady for the streets, and she been for the streets, boy. Man, this ain't new. But uh, but we'll we'll keep going. We'll move on. Moving on, moving on. More there black she coaches. Goes. <laughs> there she goes again. <laughs> more black coaches. More black coaches. We want to highlight. We talked about Bonzi Wells uh, with HBCUs out there in, in t- Memphis, Tennessee. Staying in Memphis, Rasheed Wallace is now an assistant coach on uh, Anthony Penny Hardaway's team, uh, University of Memphis basketball team. So shout out to Sheed. He's been deserving and looking for a coaching opportunity for a while and he finally got one and this is just the beginning for him because he's one of the better basketball minds that have ever walked the earth 
Uh, also, Jason Terry, who was going to join the Mavs coaching staff with Jason Kidd, decided to re uh, redirect himself and become the Nuggets G League head coach. So shout out to Jason Terry, man. What's your thoughts on this, Norwood? Number one, I want to play on Rasheed Wallace's team. Could you imagine Rasheed Wallace as your head coach? Like, he's like, like, like pledging. Man, just like biting people on the face. Like, coach, <laughs> you can't tell me anything I can't do. I cuss out everybody here. I see you, I see you get a take and not even do anything. I'm going wild. Don't you? Hey, man, whatever I want to do, coach, I've seen you. You, I'm trying, Wallace, you, you see Rasheed Wallace wouldn't put a stop to that? Ain't nothing you do that I, ain't nothing you think about doing that I ain't I mean, already done. You got to out crazy. I mean, yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to out crazy Rashid. But I'm willing to try. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you would call a Nor- Norwood poor life decision. You're gonna find one of the craziest in the NBA and try to out crazy him. Ah, yeah, you know yeah. you're making a poor life decision when your friends just be like, go ahead. Hey, I'm about to do this. Go ahead. Hey man. <laughs> Just, just like when your mama said, hey, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to say that. If you like it, I love it. That's what thanks to stop me in my tracks. Like, I'm about Yo, to do this. I, if you like it, I love it. If your mama tell you I like it, I love it. Oh, you're about to destroy yourself. <laughs> That's a black pair of waves telling you, you finna fuck up. Yeah, right speaking now. About, speaking about fucking up, uh, Jay Crowder and LaMelo are out here. Shoot. Oh, man. This is, going, this is going bad fast. <laughs> Help, help me, please. Oh, my God. Jay Crowder out here. Hey, man, and look, we already said you missed 100% of the shots you don't take. LaMelo, we talked about, we told him to stay away from Tiana Taylor earlier. 19-year-old LaMelo Ball was spotted hanging out with his 32-year-old girlfriend, IG model, Anna Montana. So there's a there's a serious topic that we could go into about how we talk about preying on young players. We talked about P.J. Washington and Brittany earlier, and now we're talking about Anna Montana and Mello. But there's also, we also know that around the NBA and around professional sports players, the term girlfriend is used very, very loosely. Now, I don't know their relationship, nor do I really care, but we do know that girlfriend, significant other, all of those terms are used almost as a grain of salt. But be careful out there, young brother. Jay Crowder, in the other, on the other hand, dove into. Uh, <laughs> how can I say this? He dove into a young lady's DM on Instagram and said, "Hey, love, you have my attention. Send me your snap, please. Sorry, I don't know if you're. Sorry, I don't know if you're into black guys or not." Jay Crowder was damn in the in the snow with the snow bunnies. <laughs> Norwood, what's your thoughts, man? As I put on my Dr. Umar hat. I don't even have an issue with it, but it's not. My issue is don't shoot the three and then be like, oh no, I was actually shooting the two. I didn't mean to shoot. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Empty the clip, bro. <laughs> yeah, like really. Like empty the clip. Like, bro, why like I'm so frustrated by this. Like, just be willing to die on your own hill. Either be acceptable or not. If she don't like you, she don't like you, player. But don't be like, oh, I'm going to shoot this shot. Oh, but if you don't like black guys, then I get it. <laughs> this, this is very weird, bro. Commit. Very weird. You're going to commit. Go ahead and commit, bro. Go ahead and commit. And you probably should have done a little bit more research because you didn't put your DMs out here for the world. And that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. The world, bro. The world. It is what it is. Now you got to own it. 
Especially, but, you know what? Let's be real. If you're going to be in the DMs and you're going to take this L, go ahead. Boy, shoot for the stars. Get in there and pull out the chopper. Be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Like it or don't like it. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you shoot with threes that- with your toes on the line, Katie. <laughs> uh, it looked like he didn't make the shot, though. But moving on, moving on, man, we've come to the end of our NBA segment around the league. With that being said, in order, if you don't have anything else, let's get into some baseball. Man, y'all need to stop shooting them air balls. <laughs> get out! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we get into our news around baseball. And, you know, if you've listened to the Splashcast, you know, it's about to be one of the shorter segments we have uh, because we don't care about the other teams. If it ain't the Bravos, it ain't anybody else. So, Norwood, what you got for the other teams? Showtime is kicking ass. We don't give a shit about baseball. Trading topics. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, easy that was. (laughs) Showtime Otani was the first uh, player to hit 40 home runs this year. And if you know why that's significant, it's because he's actually their starting pitcher. So <laughs> he's their number one pitcher. Showtime Otani out here doing Babe Ruth type stuff. So in 2021, where there's so many specialized players, specialized pitchers, specialized hitters, specialized this, that, and the third, he's doing everything on the baseball diamond and they still suck. But shout out to Showtime. With that being said, we told you this was a short segment. Let's get into some trending topics. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our final segment of episode 20 of the Splash Cast, our trending topics segment. And we have one topic we wanted to talk about today. It's about a baseball card with a person you probably don't know about. His name was Onus Wagner. Onus Wagner played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, where he debuted at the age of 23 in 1897. And y'all probably asking, well, then, guys, if y'all don't care about baseball, why are y'all talking about baseball on trending topics? It's because his trading card uh is known as the greatest trading card of all time right a trading card resold last sunday for 6.6 million dollars is the original trading card from 19 whatever whatever norwood tell us more about this uh onus wagner trading card uh i've been following this card for a long time just because of all the story and lord that comes behind it um, at one point, Wayne Gretzky actually owned the card a few years ago, I think back in 2016, and he bought it for like 1.6. So not only like does this card have a story behind it, but it's an appreciating asset. So from like 2016 to now where we are, 2021, in a pandemic and all the other things that have happened, the card has went five from mil. Yeah, we're from 1.6 to 6.6 million dollars. Um, it's just five really million. it's a great, interesting baseball story, and the car is just like it's like it's a true appreciating asset it moves around all the time and like every time you hear a new story something like that it just gets more interesting is this is 
this is for a guy who used to have baseball cards, basketball cards back in the day. This is like it justifies you telling your parents, "I'm going to be a millionaire one day." Um, probably should catch. You didn't keep yours. I pray to God that I, my parents I moved my like seven away. times. I I hope my parents. I kept mine in my closet growing up, and I hope my parents didn't throw them away. I did go home and look for them. I didn't see them. They said they in the basement. I you said, sound oh just God. like my brother. My brother opened up them cards. Just a million dollars right here. Just two. Hey, bro, you're forty. These cars are worth about sixty cents a piece. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not saying they're worth it now. I'm just you trying would, to. That's something you, I would hand down because I have like I got like an Emmett Smith rookie card. I got a signed Dominique Ber- Wilkins card. I got Bernie, all those cards. Bernie Kozar rookie card. <laughs> no, on, I got man. I got a Dominique Wilkins signed card. You know, I got a lot of good cards. I just also have a lot of trash cards, but you got to go through them and find them. So I'm gonna get my little white cloth glove and try to find the ones that are worth it, and uh, hopefully pass them down, and we'll get some six point six million dollars in a hundred years. <laughs> that lifted up in prayer. Um, <laughs> oh man! So, ladies and gentlemen, we we have come to the end of episode twenty of the Splash Cast. Norwood, what else you got for us? Man, you already know. Number one, pay DeAndre Hunter. I guess also pay. Kevin Herter, more black baseball, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Um, start the college football season because we need it. Uh, outside of that, Splash Cash 12 pack master list going to come out a little bit later this week. We're also going to do an uh, episode on Tuesday, Splash Cash 12 pack on Wednesday, national episode on Thursday. What you got else? uh we'll drop we'll remind y'all that both are out on friday and uh we also have uh, a video or an audio segment of if you want to get in contact with us about ads um or sponsorships we are open to those you can reach out to us at dietmedia at gmail.com dietmedia at gmail.com um Outside of that, you could be anywhere else in the world. We came to hang out. We came to have a good time. Thank you for hanging out with me and Reggie. Once again, you should do the same. Hang out. Hang out. See y'all next week. Adios, mi amigos. It don't make no sense. I be getting all this money, dog. It don't make no sense. You know where I'm stepping, dog. I feel like I'm Kodak Black in 2015 Interview with plenty killers Missing Miley with the lean Don't make no sense I catch a body on the scene Just a minor in designer I was robbing for some jeans 2012, I was only 14 I was serving dope fiends I was sitting no me I do no flagging, dog. Been snapping, dog. In a Zeta to the feeder I be zigzagging, dog.